Hi, welcome to the Remember to Live podcast. I'm your host, Corrine Canty, a recovering corporate exec, coach, yogi, play advocate, mom, and all-around life enthusiast. I've walked the path of burnout and missed opportunities. But here's the thing. I found my way back to living. And I want to take you on that journey too. Tune in weekly for life design tips, authentic stories, and inspiring conversations with those who've chosen to live without regrets. Let's ditch the shoulds and have tos and remember to live now. So get cozy, grab your favorite warm drink, and let's embrace our big, full, no regrets lives together. Episode one. Thank you so much for tuning in and being here with me. This podcast is years in the making. It was one of those things on my someday I will, one day I will, when I reach the after I achieve lists. So here I am finally doing it, showing up to my life, and I'm so excited to be sharing it with you. So today, I thought we'd deep dive a little bit more into my personal story so you can get to know me a little bit better and we can start this journey of showing up to our big, full, no regrets lives together. Like many of you, I've spent over 20 plus years climbing the corporate ladder, um, making it to the top, getting that coveted C-suite title, having a career on paper that was amazing, being able to work with top clients across big industries, leading amazing teams, building new departments, having adventures, traveling, being able to develop many women leaders, which is something I'm very passionate about. Yet all of these amazing things on paper did not feel good in my body. The truth is I was feeling stuck. I was exhausted. I was burned out. I was unfulfilled. Even though I checked all the boxes, I never got to the happiness and the joy that I was promised if I just worked really hard and made it to the top and everything would be beautiful. Instead, I was struggling, feeling guilty for wanting more, feeling guilty for missing moments in my children's lives and not being able to show up to all the other things in life that I really wanted to do. Work was the number one thing on my plate. And though it afforded me a life that I really wanted to live, it wasn't the life I wanted to live. And it took, it took a few things for me to make a change, but the change started on one of those days when your calendar is full you barely have time to get up and get anything to eat. It starts getting late. It was around six o'clock and I had finally wrapped up my last back-to-back -back call of the day, but I still had a whole evening of getting to the work I couldn't get to because I was in meetings all day. So I said, I'm going to run downstairs to the kitchen, grab something to eat really quickly, and then I'll come upstairs, knock out the rest of the work, then I'll rest. Then I'll chill out and do something for me. As soon as I walked into the kitchen, my body stopped. I felt like I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was going to pass out. 
I felt like I couldn't take another step. So I sat on the kitchen floor, afraid of what was happening to me. And then my body started shaking. And I don't really know what happened next. I ended up in the hospital. I was in the hospital multiple times that week. And my body was just shutting down. It went on strike after decades of ignoring it and not listening to all the whispers and all the exhaustion and not taking any rest for myself. It was done. It took several months, many doctors, going beyond the doctors into some of the Western modalities that I had been studying and finding a really good functional integrative doctor to really get to the bottom of what was happening in my body. You see, I spent way too much time in fight or flight. My sympathetic nervous system was always on in the always on hustle culture, sleep when I die, put out the fires at work, though there were no real fires. My body didn't know the difference until it just couldn't take it anymore. So for months, I was laying in my bed, barely able to get up and walk to the bathroom, terrified that I was not going to get any better, writing out all my passwords and everything that I thought my kids would need in case something happened to me, updating my will, still having my laptop in the bed with me, joining calls off camera and realizing that in a moment when I was so uncertain of even having a life anymore, I still felt the pressure to work. I still felt the pressure to be there, to show up for everyone else instead of taking care of myself. Even when my body was screaming at me, I still showed up to work. And as I realized that something had to change because I had to get out of this bed and this was not the life that I wanted to live. It took me two more years before I really chose myself. I made small changes. I took on a new role at a different company that I felt was much more aligned with my purpose or so I thought. Um, working with amazing people, doing amazing work in the world that was helping people. Yet my habits, the hustle, the grind, the version of success that was prescribed to me that I kept trying to reach didn't change. And so the symptoms started to come back. And at the same time, I became a caretaker to my mother. I needed to move her in with me because she was at the stage of life where she could no longer be independent. And it was not until the reality of seeing my mother losing her physical ability to do things she wanted to do and losing her mind to a disease where she didn't recognize herself that I recognized there is a such thing as too late. I had firsthand experience every day looking at end of life regrets. And it was watching this happen to my mother is what gave me the boost to choose myself, to realize that 
My life was happening right now. It was not happening someday or one day. And I've already given up so much of it to a prescribed version of life that wasn't my own. And as the pressure from work became more and more and I realized it wasn't going to change, I made the decision to quit. So I left my corporate job with no plans, no, no backup, no role lined up for the future. I just knew I had to choose me. And a very interesting thing happened. That first week when I had no work email, no IMs, nothing that I had to jump on my computer for at seven o'clock in the morning, I didn't know what to do. I was so programmed to wake up and feel the pressure and go and go and go and go all day that it was so hard to rest. It was so hard to be still. It was so hard for me to choose what I wanted to do with my days without having a list of shoulds and other people's needs to address. So it took a few months for me to stop filling in made up things to do so I felt busy, to stop giving myself imaginary deadlines of things that weren't actually that important to feel the pressure and to realize that I had to get really clear on the life I wanted to live. And to do that, I had to understand how I wanted to live my days. How many of y'all have a career, a life that looks good on paper or is, has followed all of the steps you were told would give you happiness, but it's not. You're feeling stuck and unfulfilled and dissatisfied. There's that little feeling inside that this is not all there is, or there's something more, or you may know exactly what it is, that thing that you want to do, but it's on your, well, one day I'll get to it. Someday I'll get to it. When I get this title or this salary, then I'll show up to that life. How many of you have such a long list of one days and some days that you're working extra hard to get there and you're missing the now, the life that's actually happening. I learned that life doesn't wait for someday and it's up to us to reclaim our lives and to figure out what it is that we really want. And I know I've been there. Many of you may be thinking, but I can't just quit my job. I have a family, I have responsibilities, I have all these people I need to take care of, all these things I need to do. I can't just make this huge leap. I don't know what's next. There's so many questions that you have and so many fears and so many habits that are hard to break. But the thing is, you don't have to make a big, huge, drastic change. You don't have to take a huge leap to start showing up to your life. You just have to give yourself permission. You have to give yourself permission to want more. You have to give yourself permission to put yourself on top of the list. You have to give yourself permission 
to take a first step towards living the life that you want. Now, if you've been waiting for a sign or you've been waiting for permission or you're constantly looking for someone else's approval that you're doing the right thing, take this as the sign. But the permission is yours. You have to give it to yourself. And so I want to challenge you to think about one small step that you can do today, right now, to get closer to living the life that you really want. It can be as simple as taking 10 minutes to research that trip you want to take or that course you want to learn or that thing you want to do. Look it up. Take some notes on it. What's one little thing you can do in 10 minutes? Give yourself five minutes to just step away from your desk and do something that just brings you pure joy just for the sake of you having joy. Or give yourself just one minute to close your eyes, take a few breaths, and reconnect with yourself because you've been so disconnected for so long. How do you come home to yourself? It's all these little things that help you gain the clarity to take the small steps that lead to the big changes in your life. Your life is happening right now. How are you going to show up to it? Thank you so much for tuning in to this very first episode of the Remember to Live podcast. I hope that you were inspired to listen to your body, give yourself permission to want more out of life, and take some small steps to show up to your life that's happening right now. If you enjoyed this episode, please like and subscribe and share with a friend who might also need a little bit of encouragement in their lives. You can also connect with me on social at Corrine Coaches on all platforms. I would love to hear your thoughts and suggestions as I build this podcasting community. I look forward to speaking to you soon. And as always, remember to live.